0: The
1: following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas
2: Cowboys football club. How
0: about you, Cowboys! Yes!
2: Go Cowboys!
3: This, this,
2: this is Talkin Cowboys, streaming
3: live. live from the Dallas Cowboys world headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand on Elliot, to the goal line. Barry sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it and he bangs
1: it in the
2: touchdown. And now, your hosts, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Walker Rob Phillips, and Kyle Yeoman.
3: It is a wonderful Say It With Your Chest Friday here on Talking Cowboys presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company from the star in Frisco. Did you do your 100 push-ups? That's what I was about to ask I did you. did last night. You did your hundo? All, all I the, did. All the picks percolate. No, that- Per- per- percolate. percolate. There it is. Yep. And that's the Perculate. only time we're going to talk about that. <laughs> there it is. We're going to push right past That insane. Say, huh? it. say oh, it with let's your get the shot. shot. There Friday. we go. Oh yeah. my goodness.
4: That's right. That's right.
3: I de- say it's de-
4: Deodorant <laughs> sponsorship coming
5: soon.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Not going to say Older. any names. Yeah, you can't say it. I, don't, I know. Um, I don't think they're a sponsor.
5: Did you get your 100 in? Of Look at me. What do you, what do you, of course, of course, of course, yeah. I did. That's one, why that whale's popping up. on that shirt. I, I huh? know, I know it's a schmedium. Yeah.
4: <sighs> it, most people don't know what schmedium is, Rob P. No, it's, no, I don't, I don't think the, the Explain general it is to it to the people. The general small problem. and medium. Yeah. It's, it's a size you have to ask for specifically. It correct. comes from the back, correct? They go
1: to the back you get it. You
4: yeah. don't need it for Rob P.
1: Yeah, no. I was right. about to say Isaiah is the only the one back, that asks. It's in for the back it. behind a velvet rope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even ask anybody. Right, they just right. Bring it's bring it behind out. a velvet
3: rope. It has its own bouncer. Like you have to have credentials. It's VIP. like Isaiah. Get,
1: yeah, like I said, uh, to
3: get the schmiedium, you got to go back there and you got to say, guys, this this regular size shirt just isn't doing it's it for good. me. I'm not big enough yet. It's it's I've got good. to go get a schmiedium. Long way to go. <laughs> Long way to go, he boys. Not big enough yet. Not big enough. So. Sorry, Isaiah. <laughs> I'm glad you guys got your push-ups in, though. Yeah. yeah. How are you? Did you? One, one,
1: you need more strawberry milk. You know? You fill out. Some tiger milk.
3: Tiger milk. Tiger milk. <laughs> right back swear, at it. tiger milk. <laughs> two days in a row. <laughs> Pulley system.
1: <laughs>
3: Bingle, Bingo milk. <laughs> guys, how are we doing on a Friday? Fantastic. Week two ahead. of the NFL season is here. It is. So we get to really,
1: truly, finally start to move on. I mean, we started to move on effective Wednesday because uh, you got to be able to turn the page. But here we are only two days away from week two. Uh, you got to you got to go all in um, on making sure that you do every possible thing you can to avoid the dreaded own two start to the season.
3: So are you excited to move on? I'm
1: excited to move on. Okay. I, I, I couldn't be more excited to to run 100 miles an hour away from the disaster, the offensive disaster that was on uh, this past Sunday. So
3: eyes forward, you know, accelerated to the floor. Let's go. Okay. Hopefully it doesn't get much worse. That's the, that's I, don't, the I don't
1: biggest question. Knock on wood. Uh, it, it can't get much worse. It could always get worse, but it can't get much worse. That's good as we're having this conversation. So um, you know, <laughs> go out there execute. Which was something that we were harping on going into week one. That's going to be big again. Execution. Uh, you know, eliminate if at all possible your pre snap penalties. Let's get the laundry uh, under under uh, control. Uh, and and go win this game, man. Protect home field. You know, 0 and 2 is bad enough to start the season. Um, yeah. But 0 and 2 at home to start the season makes matters that much worse. That's
5: a great point. I hadn't thought
1: about that. Yeah. yeah.
5: Last year they they started at 0 and 2 with two road games, two non division games, and they got two non division games here. But I do have a stat to piggyback on what No C said. Hmm kind of kickoff news and notes if you bring want. this love it because well. we don't have a lot of news yeah you that know, works the injury report is the same mm-hmm. uh, stats and notes is, uh, what it is it's stats and notes baby that's what we call it here so we talked about the four guys that are not going to play Terrell Basham J. Ron curse Connor McGovern Dak Prescott Michael Gallup still limited in practice sounds like the plan is to try to get him ramped up into maybe some full work next week and then get him closer to, to game action so he's making progress As far as notes go, stat that no see reference, the 0-2, the dreaded 0-2 start that both teams are staring at right now. This is from USA Today. 265 teams have started 0-2 since 1990. The 30 that have made the playoffs out of 265 represent just 11% of those teams, and that number is down to 9% in the Super Bowl era since Mm, 1966. The
1: dreaded 0-2 start.
5: You don't want to lose Sunday, man. You just don't. Now, they're going to get guys back. And they're going to be a different team, you would think, at least on paper,
3: here in a few weeks. But uh, you still don't want it. The Bengals, by the way, would also fall to zero and two. Last year, seven teams started zero and two in the NFL, and all seven missed the playoffs. Mm. Some of those were returning playoff teams too right. from the year prior in twenty twenty. They went zero and two, missed the playoffs. So. Yeah, it's, it's not good, and there's going to be storylines that pop out of this either way because you're either having the Cowboys at 0-2, which the nation loves to hear because they love to, to rag on the Cowboys, but then you've also got the Bengals as the reigning AFC champions at 0-2, and you mentioned it earlier in the week, Super Bowl hangover is a real thing, and especially if you're 0-2, that's exactly what the— conversation is going to turn to absolutely and and this is a
1: a great chance for the Cowboys to move that pressure and that narrative off of them and dump it right into the lap of the Cincinnati Bengals because now you're not like you said you're not only talking about 0 2 you're talking about Super Bowl hangover so now you'll have a ton of questions well uh, is Joe Burrow regressing possibly depending on how he plays uh, here in week two Is the Bengals' offense as prolific as it was in 2021, or was it a fluke? Can they get it together? And then you start looking at these trends. 0-2 teams last year, they all missed the playoffs. Only 11% down to 9% historically in the NFL starting at 0-2, making the playoffs. Those numbers do not work well for you. So if you're the Cowboys, you don't want that. But obviously the Bengals don't want it either. However, there will be bigger question marks if the Bengals fall to zero and two, because if the Cowboys fall to zero and two, to your point, everybody likes to rag on the Cowboys. They're going to say, "Hey, we knew this was going to happen." Dot, 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 et cetera, et cetera. If it happened to the Bengals, whoa, wait a minute. Yep. Coming off of the season we just saw from Burrow and Chase and that that mm. defense and Joe Mixon, uh, yeah. So there you go.
2: Yeah.
3: Isaiah, when you're in a locker room where you lose a couple of guys or lose a couple games early that you either get blown out in or you shouldn't have lost. How tough is it to get back? How tough is it to keep that mindset and move forward? Because we're only one week into the season, and the fans and the fan base, of course, have their own narrative. But in that locker room, even Zach Morton said it. Guys, we're down, but you got to turn the page. you got to be positive. How tough is it to do that? It's not tough. Not this part of the season. Now, if
4: you're 0-4 or 5, that's a whole different conversation different, because right. your future looks very bleak and it's going to be a long year. But we're talking about 0-1. you got two good teams, one one team that proved they were really good last year that is facing a potential 0-2. It is what it is. Somebody's going to be 1-1. Somebody's going to be 0-2. they still got a long year ahead of them, regardless, of, the, regardless of what takes place. So um, there's always going to be a narrative. There's always going to be the media. There's always going to be conversations revolving around it. Um, it really doesn't matter much. The guy's going to go out there and play week to week anyways.
3: So
5: 0-2 doesn't scare you too much? No. On either side? Nope. And the bottom no. line is you just got to go win your division at the end of yep. the day. And, yeah. and the Cowboys, I mean, the division may be much better than it was the last two years, but that that's remains to be seen. I think we all feel like Philly's a better team than they were last year. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, even if you're 0-2, you got to just win your division and you're still in. And you still get a home playoff game when you start the first round. So
3: that would still be the goal. Yeah. Everything's still in front of the Cowboys. you still got plenty of time to do so. And, oh, by the way, after week six, your schedule severely takes a drop off and you've got a chance to win a lot of football games. So you got to get through the time right now with Cooper Rush at quarterback, without your quarterback, and find a way to win some games. And that brings me to kind of the next topic of conversation. What are the strengths of Cooper Rush? Because we've talked about him filling in for Dak Prescott. We talked about the struggles – offensively for the Cowboys in week one. But, Isaiah, when you look at Cooper Rush and what he can bring from a quarterback standpoint, why is there confidence in him on the other side of the building? What does he bring in his strengths that gives you the confidence that he could at least lead a team for a number of weeks? It doesn't give me the confidence, but the other side of the
4: building, okay. that he's been around, I think that's the one attribute that he has working for him because that wasn't good enough for them to simply you know, give him the second – the the second tier what well, I don't know, what was the best way of saying it the second quarterback position on this roster second string second string okay yeah. so um, because they tried they did everything they could to try to give it to Will Greer they did everything they could Will Greer got hurt they were like crap Will's hurt uh, all right Will we need you in there this last game As a matter of fact Will played almost the whole last game how about that how about how about you just play the whole game we're gonna give you every rep you can to try to get a chance to win this if you were at a true number two and there was no question about it, he would have got the normal reps. It would have been a normal little drop-off, you know, tiered reps. But that wasn't the case. So I, I don't think that this building – um, and those on that side are fully confident in Cooper Rush. Anyways, I think if he goes out there and doesn't do what they hope that he does, Will Greer is going to be sitting there waiting in the wings, and they might give him a shot. But neither one of them looked amazing in the preseason. Uh, obviously, Cooper Rush, you have that trust in him. You lean heavily on his appearance last year in Minnesota. That's a big game for him to sit, to step into that into that role and be successful. That was huge, and that and that goes. You know, that's a big. That's a big thing that you put on your resume. Hey, I stepped in and you know in this position in this role in a big game
1: and won it everybody can't say that well for me and, and it goes to the column that I penned this week in the Science Lab. The Mm. question is, how long or short is the rope between Cooper Rush and Will Greer? Uh, I'll I'll disagree in the aspect of I believe the Cowboys do believe in Cooper Rush. Um, But I also think they believe in Will Greer as well. I think both of those things are true. Uh, And I don't think they're mutually exclusive. I don't think one cancels out the other. I think it's a situation where uh, Cooper Rush in a big game, week eight, Minnesota on the road, uh, you know, uh, U.S. Bank Stadium. He goes out there and and basically throws forty seven times, and he helps lead you to that victory. They've seen what he can do. Um, my my biggest um, attribute that I'm I'm sold on when it comes to Cooper Rush is although it's different from Dak, and I love Dak's passion. So you know, don't take this the wrong way. I absolutely love Dak's passion and leadership. But we talked about cool hand Luke in the wide receiver room, right? Mm-hmm. Michael Gallup still not back quite yet. Right. You don't have a veteran in James Washington back quite yet. Who's the cool hand Luke? If you don't have a cool hand Luke at wide receiver, sure wouldn't hurt to have one at quarterback. Cooper Rush, we were kind of, you know, talking about that yesterday. We were looking at uh, Rob's voice recorder of Cooper Rush and he is as even keel. As it gets, <laughs> he's as even keel as from he gets. an audio wave from standpoint. standpoint yeah. Audio wave, <laughs> and just generally used to kind of just right, put he's, some his tangible right. His personality is absolutely even kill He doesn't get too high. He doesn't get too low. There are going to be things that go uh, hopefully go well in this game. You're not going to see him get too high on that. He's going to get right to the next snap. There are going to be some things that probably go poorly on this offensive side of the ball on Sunday. He's not going to get too low. He's going to stay even kill I think that's going to help. Anchor the the young wide receiver core to say, "Hey, if my quarterback's not not panicking when this went badly went poorly, everything's okay. Everything starts to kind of settle down psychologically for them, and I think that'll help them play a little bit better. So that's a huge intangible for me when it comes to Cooper Rush that we made tangible with Waveform right (laughs) yesterday, Um, Mm -hmm. but also." He's proven he can be accurate. When you go out there against a team like Minnesota on the road, you throw 47 times and you complete almost 40 of those. He's he's shown that he can take the underneath stuff, which they're going to have to exploit against the Cincinnati Bengals. But he's also shown that, hey, a time or two, depending on the situation, I can, I can throw this downfield. Now, we're not saying that he has a cannon, so to speak, but if he needs to get the ball downfield, he can, in fact, get the ball downfield and be accurate doing so. So I've seen the arm strength from Cooper Rush. I've seen the accuracy from Cooper Rush, I've seen him be able to command an offense, to Isaiah's point, that he's been in now for quite a while, because obviously it predates Mike McCarthy, and it's it's Kellen Moore it's since 2017. Yeah. So all of those things point to positives as it relates to Cooper Rush. The only question I have is, if the Cowboys get off to a rough start over these next two games... And it's truly accountable to Cooper Rush because it might not be. We talk about Kellen Moore in the offensive scheme and will that remain consistent, dot, dot, dot. Will there be execution issues? Will there be pre-snap penalties, dot, dot, dot. If All of that notwithstanding, if the Cowboys drop these next two games and it's truly accountable to the quarterback, then the question is, because again, I Do believe you make they the have switch? confidence in Will Greer as well. Yeah. Now, are we talking Will Greer to try to help so stabilize the, the boat?
3: There's there's couple ways of thinking about it. But yeah, the, ultimately the way that the, that side of the building uh, looks at and, and appears toward Cooper Rush is the fact that he is a guy who knows the system. Is sure. there more to it, Rob, there since he is still in the system? I mean, they could have gotten rid of him. They could have said, okay, Will Greer, you're the backup. No big deal. Cooper yeah. Rush, thank you, but no thank you. They brought in no a guy you. like Brett Hundley, somebody that McCarthy knows. Well, yeah, well, they uh, did it in 2020. They brought in Andy Dalton. They said, thanks, Cooper Rush. Appreciate you, but we're we're going to move on and we're going to go to Andy Dalton the better red rifle mm. <laughs>
5: yeah I mean that was hard to pass up a guy that started a million games a little different playing his hometown and all that yeah I mean I think for just from beyond knowing the system he his attributes are what you look for in a backup quarterback in terms of he plays within himself he doesn't force things too much I mean he's not perfect he'll 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 make some bad throws he threw an interception against Minnesota yeah. but for the most part I think he makes good decisions he's not going to put you necessarily in a bad position with 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 really bad decision-making. That's what you need from your quarterback, but he will drive the ball down the field at times. I think both you guys are right, honestly. like I I, th- I do think they have faith in him, and it, start- it starts with probably the offensive coordinator who has been his teammate first and now his coach, and then Mike McCarthy. And, and guys, I think it's genuine when guys say they have faith. I mean, Zeke talked about him I knowing agree. his stuff. I think that's legitimate. Uh, he did help them win a football game, a big game, like Isaiah said. But at the same time, yeah, if this doesn't go well and he doesn't play well and and Dak is still out after a couple of games, I think you have to look at all options on the table because you're right like that that was a legitimate competition in training camp. Yes, it and was. and Will Greer, they they liked what he showed. So, I think and Jerry, Jerry didn't say that, but he said on on the fan this week. I mean, he spoke to the fact that they have two guys that they like yes. in the backup position. So, we'll just see how this goes, but um Yeah, I mean, I think there is faith in Cooper Rush to to try to get this going. My concern, I said this earlier in the week, is that, yes, he played very well against Minnesota. It's not the same offense. If you look at what his numbers that he put up, he had 325 yards in that game. (laughs) Two thirds of those yards went to Amari Cooper and Cedric Wilson. And this is why, yeah.
1: and like I said, this is why you cannot task him with throwing 47 times with this receiving core. You cannot lean on your run and allow that to set up everything else. And it goes back to Ezekiel Elliott saying that the 10 uh, carries were not enough, and he's absolutely accurate. Um, but in the same breath, Ezekiel Elliott says Cooper Rush, quote unquote, knows his blank. So, to your point, Rob. I think it's very genuine that not only the the front office and the coaching staff, but these players do have confidence in Cooper Rush.
3: You got uh you, you got kind of like an inquisitive look. You your eyebrow twitched a little no, bit. No, I mean like I can say his
4: only attribute to this Chocolate team is he knows his stuff. That's that's I mean that's it. There's no physical attribute that you like. He he doesn't have a solid, a, a strong arm. He's not he's not a, a freaking pinhole accurate type quarterback. He's not a guy that has the ability to run out the pocket. There's no physical attribute that you're like. Yeah, let's. Let's get him. And then on
3: Monday, yeah. whenever the
4: Cowboys get a win over so, the Bengals. I mean, I, I'm Greer thinking, has
5: more natural um, talent. Absolutely, I mean, which right. is yeah.
4: why they like Greer, which yeah. is why they were pushing for Greer to have opportunities because they really wanted him to be the number two. He just didn't have enough, enough reps to prove that he was worthy of a number two spot. That's the reality. They yeah. like Will Greer's ability more. They like Cooper Rush's, the, the confidence they have in him because he's been in the system. If you were to flip the script and say Will greer has been in the system just as long, we wouldn't be well, talking yeah, about Cooper absolutely.
1: Rush. Absolutely, um, but I, let, let's quantify it this way. Um, and the way I labeled Cooper Rush is, we're not saying he's going to go out there and have a Pro Bowl stretch. We're not saying he's going to go out there and, and you know light up the world, right? I labeled him as capable. He's a capable quarterback, and I and think
5: that's all.
3: That's all they need that's right all, now. It,
5: but but they need. I, I think okay. They need more. Okay, that is there a good point. Cool. I think they yeah. need more. That, yeah. That's a fair that's point. Every number two backup, number two
4: quarterback in this league, they is need, capable. Him, they, is need capable. they need They okay. need every to be every number two disagree, is capable. But even disagree, in week one, they you know, wouldn't be sir. here. There's thirty. There's thirty two guys in the world that have starting jobs.
0: Let me let there's me there real 33 quickly. Thirty three through
3: through sixty four are, are more than capable. Exactly. Real quickly. Let me let me. I need to backtrack on saying that's all they need because I don't think that's all they need at all because after week one, there's no way that's all they need because even when Dak Prescott and one of those 32 quarterbacks was out there, that's good enough to be a starter in the NFL. They weren't good enough. Mm -hmm. They need a little bit more. So maybe it is Will Greer, but there's a Florida Cooper rush that can steady the ship. That's what they need is steadying the ship. And they have a floor with Cooper Rush. They don't know what the floor is for Will Greer. It may be a disaster mm-hmm. if he gets out there and he plays his first snaps in the NFL since 2019 or yep. whatever it is. He, They don't know what they have in Will Greer. They want to know what they have in terms of the talent and the athleticism and stuff like that. But Cooper Rush, they know what they have. And in a time where you need to, to solidify some things outside of the quarterback position, I think this is where Cooper Rush can be successful.
5: I'm with that. I just, I think, you know, you're kind of operating under the assumption though that like the defense can do what they did again last week and hold the opponent to 19 yeah. points, and that and just can, yeah, and that just might not be the case. Like you might need to push it into the 20s to go win this game, high 20s potentially. I mean, defense gave up a lot of yards. I, I think they're a hell of a group, but um, they're facing probably the best wide receiver court in the league. Yes, um, they're going to give up plays. It's just, it's just that's just the nature of the league, and so. With with a depleted group around Cooper Rush, it it you know there's some concerns there. Obviously, there's just question marks August on this group. offense right now. Yeah, not to say he can't go in there and lead this group. And the but inability, it's a different group. It is magnified because the
4: inability to create when you're in a position where you're where you don't you don't have the weapons. Right? You don't have the weapons that you had previous year that you showed that you were capable and that you had success. And now all of a sudden you're in a position where you don't have the physical attributes to bail your team out of bad situations. Those third downs when they blitz and all of a sudden you can't get out the pocket and, and, and move the chains and give Kellen Moore another set of downs. That's why this is a bad situation. Because you know to, to a point yesterday we were setting up the recording, to Barry's point, Barry Church, this isn't one game. This is not a one-game scenario. You can't just flash. Like now – They're going back to the Minnesota game, and they're watching the Minnesota game, the defensive coordinators that are, and they're going to pick him apart. They are going to figure out exactly what he does well, what he does bad. And guess what? They have 40-some odd attempts to go back and watch. Yeah. Right. This is not the preseason. This is not those are not reps that you know practice reps that you're getting the word from the inside scoop. Hey, how's this guy looking? No, this is real reps. We have you on film from the year before, the last time you had some real opportunities, and we are going to see exactly what you do well and what you do bad because now it's our job. We are prepared for you, and we
3: are going to try to do whatever we can to embarrass you. That kind of reminds me of it was 2020. Pittsburgh. They were undefeated. Came to AT&T Stadium. And the Cowboys started Garrett Gilbert. And Gilbert went off, played really well, gave the Cowboys an opportunity. They lost, and then they, there was a little excitement. It's like, okay, you played well against the mm-hmm. Pittsburgh Steelers, and they were undefeated at the time. All right, maybe there's a little something, something. And then, like the next week, they just got ran over.
4: <laughs> that's just what these guys good. do. Like D coordinators, that's what they do. That's what they. Their whole job is to make that quarterback's life hell. And when you're when you're the starter, which is what he is right now, and there's film right. to go off of. Oh, they're going to they be checking you out now. They're going to know what size this,
1: draws you wear. <laughs> all of this goes back to you got to lean on the run game. And, and I agree, again, I believe that Cooper Rush is, is a capable uh, quarterback. Uh, I believe two things also. I believe that there are backup quarterbacks in the league that are better than Cooper Rush. And I believe that Cooper Rush is better than some backup, some other backup quarterbacks in the league. I agree with um, So I think that this is, this, the defense does what we hope it, you know, can do, which is replicate or better what they did against, you know, the great Tom Brady uh, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And that's going to, again, give this offense a chance, and it's going to give Kellen Moore a chance to exercise some demons from week one to show that, hey, I'm not going to get away from what's working, whatever that might be, and that's likely going to be the run game. And I think that the the, you know, Cooper Rush being capable, I do believe 95% of that, that's, you know, what you need as far as 95% of what you, uh, of 100% pie, that shouts out to Jerry for pie. <laughs> um, but out of 100% what you need from Cooper Rush, 95% is going to be the capable, right? The capability. The 5% is going to be he's going to have to make somebody better. On three or four plays that might be downfield, that might be, you know, uh, needle throw, needle nose throw, or needle eye throw through double, triple coverage, whatever the case may be. Now that's greater than capable. That's, that's like, a good way of putting it. Right.
5: That's above just, right, right. just kind so, of managing. But you probably
1: if, if this game is schemed correctly and executed correctly from an offensive standpoint, 95% of the victory would be Cooper Rush simply being a capable quarterback who makes good decisions, doesn't put you in bad spots, doesn't yep. often get you behind the chains. The other five percent is going to then have to be him leveling up to to get this particular difficult throw, to drop this in the basket, to beat this coverage, to read this particular scheme. And if you can get that 5% from him, that 5% in the timing, in the time, in the windows that you need it, then you can win this game. And
5: all right, they, and they've got to help him, too. They they can't do the penalties again and be in first and 15
3: and second yeah, and nine and all that kind of stuff. Don't that's get behind that, that's just going to make his life harder. we got to take our second break, or else Chris Meem's going to make my life harder uh, here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company. When we come back, what are the matchups to watch? How can the de- Cowboys' defense slow down Cincinnati right after this?
2: Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah Savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be
3: available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details.
5: Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a broken traffic light. Stop and go is the name of my game. It's easy. You go, they go. What was it? They go, you go. <laughs> And if you have the wrong car insurance, these repair costs could stop you in your tracks. So get Allstate's new low auto rate and be better protected from mayhem, like me.
4: Not available in every state, based on coverage and limits selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Barn & Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.
3: Back to Talkin' Cowboys. Back here on Talking Cowboys presented <laughs> by Black Rifle Coffee Company. If you don't have anything to do tomorrow, you've got something to do now. Go out to AT&T Stadium. It is Rally Days presented by SeatGeek. Get ready to cheer on the Cowboys with tours of AT&T Stadium, ticket giveaways, games, inflatables, and more. Visit attstadium.com slash days for tickets and for more information. Again, that's tomorrow Go out there and have some fun, attstadium.com slash days. Back here with Patrick Walker, Rob Phillips, Isaiah Stanback, Chris Beam. You were talking in the break. You were you were trying to throw together where Cooper Rush ranks. I, I want to have that conversation because okay. I think it's really interesting, and then we'll get to our matchups here in a couple minutes. But where does Cooper Rush rank for you in terms of the backup quarterbacks in the NFL? 32 backups, just like there are 32 starters is he in the middle of the pack? Where's he at, Isaiah? Uh, I'll put
4: him in the bottom 10. Wow. In terms of, I mean that's not that's not shots fired at him. I just kind think there's guys like that are better than him. There's pew, pew, that pew. is what it is. There's there's reason why you're number 1 on the depth chart, number 2 on a depth chart. You might be the best on your team, you might be the second best on your team. You might be the 45th best in the league at your position. It is what it is. There's other guys that I would much rather have. If we're going to lean on Rush's experience as the, the thing that tipped the tipped the scale for him in terms of being the number two guy here in Dallas, there are much much better guys that I would like to have um, in, in in play his place. But he's the guy here.
3: Okay, let's go through some of the names: Teddy Bridgewater, Jimmy Garoppolo, Nick Foles, Gardner Minshew, Tyler Hanky, <laughs> Case Keenum, Jacoby Brissett, Andy Dalton, of course, former Cowboy Tyrod Taylor, Colt McCoy. Those are the veterans of the group, and then you've got some of the young guys in there too, like a Jordan Love. Uh, Malik Willis, Kenny Huntley. Pickett, Tyler Huntley. Those are the younger guys. Desmond Ritter. So the vast majority of those guys have just played more. Yep.
5: Yeah. Just been in the league more, played yep. more games, had to play more games. Yep. Yep. Does not so, mean you're – you.
1: Here, here's my problem with it. And and like I said in the break, I don't want any guys to catch strays in, in this conversation. Um, but, you know, alluding to a conversation Isaiah and I were having at the break, just because you have a ton of experience doesn't mean I'd want you in this circumstance because it depends on who we're talking about if you're a quarterback that has all of this experience the arguably the most of the list that he just went through going back to Isaiah's point about physical ability if you're of a certain age and you've already started to show physical decline In recent years, not not last year, not just last year, not this year, the year prior and the year prior. We're talking about in the last half decade. If you've already started to show physical or signs of physical decline as you get older, your all of this experience, while valuable, will only get you so far when it's time to get away from Trey Hendrickson. When it's time to try to, you know, when it's time to take a hit, can you get back up? Are your you know, I, 39, 40-plus-year-old bones able to do that, that and until I said,
4: a 40-plus-year-old And guy. then you get a 40-year-old left tackle that's going to move into guard and play left tackle. So, I mean, like, I hear you, but the reason why you go out and get guys are because of their experience. Usually when you need somebody, though. when you need somebody, even especially at quarterback, that, if you're going to have somebody come in and you had this list, and these guys had this experience, if if they had the knowledge of this system as Cooper hmm. Rush, you would do it in a heartbeat. You would do it in a heartbeat. Simply I, I, because of the fact the only reason why, why Cooper Rush me. is in this position it's is because he knows more than Will Greer. Than Will Greer.
1: That's, that's, but that, that's, that's the comparison. It's him versus Will Greer. Yeah. That, that's where the leaning on the experience comes from when it comes to Cooper Rush. I said it before the break. I'll say it again. There are several backup quarterbacks in this league that are better than Cooper Rush. It is also true that Cooper Rush is better than several of the backups in
3: this league. Several, define several. Okay, I, I got something. I got something to make you laugh here. I'm, I'm reading through this list, and of course, Wait, I don't, I don't agree with this at all. But it is funny. It, this is really funny. It's from USA Today. They ranked all of the backup quarterbacks in the league, and they put them in the tiers. The tiers is what makes me laugh. So, tier number one is reasonable starting options, even though you really prefer that they didn't. And that's Case Keenum, Teddy Bridgewater, Gardner Minshew, Taylor, Taylor Heineke. Then you've got Tier 2. We're not quite sure yet, but we hope you're better than this. Trey Lance, Jordan Love. Uh, 2.5 was the Panthers quarterback competition, which made me laugh a little bit. <laughs> tier 3 is the veterans who clearly no longer have it but are still better than the alternative. That's where Andy Dalton kind of fits into that mix. Joe Flacco, Tyrod Taylor. Tier four is the clipboard kings. <laughs> so then you've got Colt McCoy, Josh Johnson, Chase Daniel, guys like that. <laughs> tier four and a half is the Seahawks and Schrodinger's oh, box of underwhelming wow. quarterbacks. God. Sorry, Isaiah. You know, you got to win. <laughs> uh, gotta tier win. four, or excuse me, tier five is the rookies who have been thrown into the fire by default. So all rookies there. And then tier six is failed lottery ticket prospects with starting experience. Cooper Rush isn't in any of these yet, by the way. We're in tier six, and he hadn't even been ranked. Mm. The failed lottery tickets are Kyle Allen, CJ Beathard, Nick Mullins, Jared Stidham. Then tier seven is they'd crush it in the XFL at least. First name on that list is Cooper Rush.
5: I mean, my man's undefeated in the NFL. CR is undefeated. So, that right. just happened. so right. I mean, it's a, like like Nosey said, it's a it's a small sample size, and I think certain guys, like case by case, you could I'd agree with you, Isaiah, on certain guys. I don't know, he had played a lot in the NFL. I think it would help him definitely in this game to have more experience supporting cast around him and we'll see we'll see what we'll happens. See. But they, really but they have tried a veteran guy before. Like what I, I mentioned twenty fifteen earlier this week when Romo got hurt, they traded for Matt Castle. Matt Castle's been to the Pro Bowl, done yep. a ton of things, taking a team to playoffs. Sure. And uh he It'd was not the out. same guy. No It'd offense to him. He wasn't exactly. the same quarterback. And and it was when a bad the, team around him too. When the but, physical
1: abilities start to decline and they've shown decline, the experience will only take you so far. Yeah. And I swear I would love nothing more yeah. than for Cooper Rush to descend onto this game. Game, like sting coming from the rafters. Oh, I can't wait. Star K
3: ninety seven. <laughs> Cannot wait for Monday when Isaiah's like, guys. I told you he was a good quarterback. I, I told you he had all the tools. He's gonna be fine. This is gonna be great. We're gonna go four and one I, with without Dak say, Prescott. That's, things, that's, what I, I, things, that's what's going to happen. The game happen.
4: plan has to go perfect. He does. That's 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 all Cooper, I'm saying. Get your Cooper, Tiger Cooper Rush wouldn't be a number two quarterback in his league if he wasn't capable. But the plan has to go perfect. Do you because have because okay, what did create.
1: you
3: just say? Capable. There we go. All, do you all we number we agree on all that. number two. <laughs> do you we have agree. faith that it will go perfect? Yes I, or no? I don't. Okay. I, I think you're right with Games a lot of really Cowboys do. fans.
1: Games really do. They're they're in lies to five percent. You're
4: you're yep. you're talking. I mean, respect your opponent, right? I know a lot of people say, oh, he. You know, I get on here and I talk about you know every how every team's good. Yeah, every team is good in this league. They, they are. They figure things out, and they have really good coaches. Right. And when you went to the Super Bowl last year, and you still gave up seven, ten sacks, whatever it was, and you still had a chance to win the game, yeah, you, you might yep. want to be concerned about that team. Oh, That's their defense. <laughs> we haven't
5: talked a lot about their defense, but their defense stifled yeah.
3: Pat Mahomes twice last year. Mm-hmm. They have a good defense. Yeah. It's a good team coming here. All right. By the way, give us a call, 888-855-2297, to be a part of our Pick'Em segment coming up on the other side of the break. 888 888- Eight five five two two nine seven. Last week we had uh, Stanley from North Carolina, and he Stanley. had a pretty good week. Real quickly, five words or less. What's your matchup? You're watching. Go. Oh, Demarcus Lawrence versus Lyle Collins. Okay. I don't freaking know, Kyle. Oh, all right, Rob. C.D. Lamb against Cheeto. You, you got one more. That was five words. I don't know. It was. Know, kind of, <laughs> just wow. it out. Nice. That's pretty nice. funny. All right. Let's take our break. Give us a call, 888-855-2297, the Cowboys and the Bengals, and we're going to pick our games, give you an update on the standings when we come back with more Talking Cowboys. Real
2: sweet, Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper is on its way. So sweet. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non fungible token. Done that deserves a Dr. Pepper.
4: The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org.
0: The Cowboys Way, where 16 Hall of Famers and 5 championships shows us what success looks like. Where Turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing. The star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation.
2: Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the Cheetah Savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now... Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details.
1: Back to Talkin' Cowboys.
3: Whether you're watching from home or you're cheering in the stands with Essilor's lenses, you can see every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and see what Essilor can do for you. See more. Do more. Essilor on Talking Cowboys. (laughs) Let's go bargain shopping, gentlemen, before we say it with our chest here on this Friday as we have Patrick Walker, Isaiah Stanback, Rob Phillips. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Time to look at some of the DraftKings pick'em deals. You can play for free for over a million dollars with a deposit. And, of course, here are your four names. Cooper Rush, $5,000. That's all he's going to cost you this week. Noah Brown, $3,800. Dalton Schultz, $5,200 at the tight end position. And then the Dallas defense going up against Cincinnati. It's a cheaper bargain, but you also are going up against a team that gave up a lot of points against defenses last year. That's a $3,000 deal for the defense. Isaiah, when you're looking at those four names, which one stands out? Dalton. Give me Dalton.
4: Schultz? Yeah, give me under the ultimate security blanket. If anybody is going to be leaning on Dalton, it's going to be Mr. Cooper. He's going to be rushing to get this ball to Dalton Schultz because he's going to be the closest receiver or a receiver or a type receiver. What, what are you going to say? I can't speak Pass today. catcher. Yeah, there you go. Receptor. He's,
3: he's going to be that receptacle. guy. A yeah. receptacle. <laughs> that guy. Did you just call Dalton, Dr. Dalton Dr. Dr. Schultz? Uh, did you just call him trash? He did. You called him a receptacle? A receptacle?
4: <laughs> exactly. That's what he's going to be. Gonna Tough be crowd. Gobble it all up
1: this week. Tough crowd.
3: Patrick, who you got on that list?
1: For the second straight week, I'm going with the Dallas defense. Mm. Second straight Samsonite. week, second straight week. Rob, they, they did exactly what I wanted them to do against Tom Brady. I think they can do it again so
5: uh I would echo that because they got they know they got to step up, and it's a big challenge. But I think they'll be up to at least making this thing
3: interesting. Those turnovers, those are fantasy Am I crazy points. For that? I think so. Okay. They're fantasy points. <laughs> I like you guys, but you guys are crazy. I like you. That's crazy. I know where you're going. All (laughs) right, standings (laughs) update before we get to our fan caller this week, and it was a welcome to talking Cowboys week for Patrick Walker. Mm. Mm. Went two and four last week in his first week on the Mm. team. Mm. He is the only one that was not above five hundred.
0: just, because it's just
3: <laughs> setting up for the – For the for the comeback. Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. It's a comeback I story. I did on purpose. I had to okay. let
1: the veterans oh, get their lead first. It's rope-a-dope. Yeah, yeah I had to let yeah. the veterans get yeah. their lead
3: first. Yeah. Yep. And everybody else was actually even 500. Everybody else was 3 and 3. Okay. So, so we I'll, have got uh, I want to
5: review these afterwards to make sure I did it
4: in them. front of you. Oh, I like it. I
3: like I just, accountability, yeah, I just, check, accountability check. check baby. Yeah. get after. Let's audit, that's audit, that's
5: Kyle.
1: Audit, audit, audit. Audit him. Audit,
3: audit him. me. Audit him. It's like having <laughs> the, copy anytime, of the anytime anytime you've never caught me in a lie before. So, let's go ahead and keep going. Truth. All right, Stanley in North Carolina last week went 3 and 3. Now we've got Anthony in Miami, our man Anthony back here on Talking Cowboys. How you doing here on this Friday? What's going on, guys? I'm pretty good. Pretty good. Awesome. Let's pick some games, why don't we, as we've got hey. some good ones coming up this week. Let's start with the Miami Dolphins on the road on Sunday against the Baltimore Ravens. Dolphins at Ravens. Anthony, we'll start with you. The Mar needs his money. I got the Ravens. Mm, Rob Phillips. Same. Baltimore at home. Pat. The gets all in his bag. Give me Ravens. Give me the Dolphins on the road. I like the way that That's they've spicy. been building that roster. I think they get a win in Baltimore. Isaiah, <laughs> Dolphins. All right. Yikes. porpoise. Um, okay, the Carolina Panthers. We picked them against the Bengals last week. That was one where only two people picked Cleveland, and that was Isaiah and that was me. Everybody else picked Carolina, and they lost. Now they play the Giants this week. Can the Giants start two and zero? Isaiah, your G men, your former G men. Going up against Carolina, you going to pick them? Carolina. Ah, where's this game? It's in New York. Carolina at New York. Man. You
1: know what? I, I, my brain want to says the Giant want to say the Giants, but I don't want a division team to
5: start two and zero. Give me Carolina. Okay. <laughs> We're going to head up to New York next week to
3: face the undefeated New York Giants. Go <laughs> <laughs> Giants. Uh, I'm going to take Carolina on the road. Give me the Panthers, there we go. Anthony. There we go. Baker and C-Mac. Baker and C-Mac. See, I think C-Mac and Barkley. That's going to be a fun game there that is. we could have said back like three years ago would have been fun, and then they all were hurt in between them, but now they're back, and it'll be an entertaining game. Patriots on the road at the Steelers. Give me Pittsburgh at home. I like what they did last week against Cincinnati. Even without T.J. Watt, I think they get the job done. Rob?
5: Yeah, same. I think I think Coach Tomlin's got it turned around. Steelers an- at home.
3: Anthony, who you got? I got Pittsburgh. Isaiah? One more time. Pittsburgh versus who? Pittsburgh at home against the Patriots. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is – their defense is playing electric
1: right now, even without what question marks on Mac Jones this week. So I'm going with Pittsburgh.
3: So is that Pittsburgh across the board there for that one? Yeah. I think across the board. All right. Uh, Ooh, this is tough. All right. Minnesota at Philadelphia. This is the Monday night football game. Vikings with a big blowout win over the Packers in week one, and now they face Philadelphia. Patrick, who you got? You know what? I picked against the
1: Vikings last week, and they showed me a lot. They showed me a lot. Um, Philadelphia might be improved, but I still don't have
3: faith in them, so I think they fall at home to the Vikings. Same reasoning, same pick. I'm going with the Vikings. Isaiah. Philly. Vikings might be the surprise team in the NFC. I agree. Uh, Anthony. Vikes. Vikes all day. All right, so that's four games. We got one more before the Cowboys. Who? Which one do we want to pick? Let's pick the the try-and-pick-me-up bowl, and that's Arizona on the road against Las Vegas out in the desert. Desert v. desert battle. Arizona and the Cardinals. Rob, against the Raiders, who you got? Mm. Derek Carr and company bounce back, Raiders. Yeah, I think Devontae Adams and the Raiders win this one.
1: Patrick? I'm taking the Raiders. Yeah, I think Adams goes off.
3: I think Renfro goes off. Ooh. Mm-hmm. But still the Raiders. Hunter. Hunter. All right. Uh, Anthony. Raiders. Raiders. Raiders across the board there. No faith for the second straight week against the Cardinals. They didn't look good, though. So. And still I no nook. Still no nuk. Mm-hmm. Struggles. Not nope. the case. All right. Here it is. Week two of the NFL season is here. Can the Cowboys bounce back against the Cincinnati Bengals at 325 kickoff on CBS, Jim Nance, Tony Romo on the call. Anthony, we'll start with you. Can the Cowboys bounce back in week two?
1: Y'all know how I am about my Cowboys. I'm sorry. I, I, we winning. I'm never picking against Dallas. I didn't pick against them in 89. <laughs> hey, oh, I like it, fan, boy, man. Get
3: after oh, it. Boy. Anthony, we appreciate you always calling in and being so supportive of us here on Talking Cowboys. Have a great weekend, and let's go Cowboys. Let's see if they can get the job done, right? Go Cowboys. Take care, guys. Thank you very much. Anthony from Miami, our guest picker this week. You can also be a guest picker every week on Talking Cowboys. Listen in at about 945 every Friday. All right, Rob, who you got
5: this week? I already made my pick on Media Mash a couple of days ago. I got to go Cincinnati. I think it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be a fight for the Cowboys. I think they're gonna defense is gonna stand up here, but there's just so many questions right now on offense. I think I got to see how this functions with, with without Dak and without some other guys missing
3: here. Okay, I'll go twenty four twenty Bengals in a close one. We, I'll make my pick here so that way I don't go last. But we picked against the Buccaneers all last week. We picked the Cowboys in. Confident fashion, so it doesn't help either way whether or not we pick or we do not pick the Cowboys. uh I'm going to pick the Bengals this week. I just think they're too strong. No,
1: I'm going to let you go because I have something <laughs> to
3: say. With my Isaiah, my Isaiah. Okay, well, let's. Yeah, go, yeah. go, Isaiah. I believe that
4: the Cincinnati Bengals are in a cage right now, and you wouldn't want to be locked up one on one with a Bengal
1: tiger. Yeah. Mm. Unless, you're, what's your, what's your? You don't
4: want to be in a Bengal. Okay, so you don't want to be in a cage in, with a okay. Bengal tiger. Oh okay, okay, fair enough. Huh? Oh, score? Oh, uh, pff,
1: I don't know. 35 10.
3: Okay. Cincinnati. That, that, that,
1: that's true. You don't want to be locked in the cage with a Bengal Tiger unless you're a lion. Mm. Um, I. My, my preseason prediction was that. The Cowboys would split the first two games, go one and one. Um, Obviously, variables have all gotten turned upside down. But my thought process was they win against the Buccaneers, and then they're riding a little bit too high. They lose against the visiting Bengals. But you lost against the Buccaneers in horrible fashion, embarrassing fashion. And now you're without Dak. But – Cooper Rush has something to prove. You lean on Zeke. The defense has a lot to prove. Lion versus the the caged Bengal. Pissed off Lion versus the caged <laughs> Bengal. I'm going to go with the the Cowboys, but this defense can get after Joe Burrow. You have weaknesses on this line. You talk about the pressures given up. Talk about Lyle Collins. Demarcus Lawrence himself said he'll, he'll challenge Collins. But then you send Micah over there. And something that's interesting to me, and I'll say this science with my chest. Dan Quinn, don't blitz Joe Burrow. Task your front seven with winning their matchups, and here's why. Interesting stat. Joe Burrow, his 18 interceptions since he's coming to the league, 15 15 of those interceptions were when he was not under pressure. Mm. Okay? And when you sack him four more times, here's where it gets interesting. Sack him four more times. He's only three and six, and he throws multiple interceptions when you get home on him. So here's the thing. Don't blitz him. Task your guys with winning their individual matchups and get home quickly. If you do those two things, Burrow is absolutely beatable. Give me the Cowboys 24-20.
5: Nice. Close Same game. they score a different team winning. If they go into it's not the end of the season. It's, but no. But, it, this,
3: I mean, it's going to be tough. Especially it's since tough.
1: It, AFC team, you know, yep. what matters most is win week your division. three, week four.
3: Sure. Beat the 2-0 Giants, there right? There you go. Is that what it Beat is? Beat the
1: one-and-one one Giants. Yeah, okay. I Carolina, like go do better. your thing. Yeah,
3: get in there, Panthers. Get in there, Baker. All right, guys, that's <laughs> it for us here on Talking Cowboys. Saying it with your chest, as always, here on this Friday. Special thanks to Black Rifle Coffee all week long. For Chris Beam, Rob Phillips, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick C Walker, I'm Kyle Yeoman saying so long. Enjoy the game, everybody. We'll see you on Monday on Talking Cowboys.